0: The kingdom of God is within you. So came from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Come join Cub Cooker and myself here at Sons of God Ministries as we go through a deep revelation on the understanding between the difference of magic and sorcery, uniting the divine masculine and feminine as one uniting spirit and flesh like our Lord Jesus Christ told us to. And in the midst of it all, to understand who you truly are, and who you are truly becoming. Come join us on the Christ Within Podcast.
1: Uh, What's up, brother?
0: What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm
1: doing good, man. Doing good. Amen. Amen.
0: What's going on, you guys? How you doing? Hope everyone is well. Prayer warrior. So um you you want me to call you cub, you want me to call you Jacob? You
1: yeah, want? Cub's good, man. My friends cub? call me Cub, so that'll work, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I consider us friends, so I'll call you Cub. Right. Absolutely, me too. <laughs> so me to. too. Awesome. All right, brother. So um guys, I I just wanna let you know Cub and I were were talking before we got on this live and um we've been going over some things and you know even when you feel like you don't have anything to talk about there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and just jump right into it all right perfect sounds good Yep. so you want to lead us in prayer brother
1: absolutely dear father in heaven we just thank you for today and thank you for this collaboration and for friends and just thank you for your authentic message that's pouring out on the hearts of your children right now lord we're not bound by doctrine and dogma, but by the truth of your love, your love that activates every part of our higher self, every part of the good in humanity. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus name. Amen.
0: Thank you, Lord. All right, guys. So Amen. we got some really good stuff to talk about tonight. Um
1: let me just say Joshua and I yeah. just had like a 45 minute conversation. We were just going to touch base and we just, I mean, we we probably should have just recorded it for this, you know, <laughs> really this, this stuff starts flowing guys. I mean, uh, so buckle up tonight. I think we've got some really good stuff to get into here.
0: Yeah. It's some, uh, some amazing revelations coming your guys' way. Um, you know, first and foremost, I've been, I've been pondering, On the idea that as Western Christians, we seem to think that our God is just this man that floats in the sky with a beard on his face that sits on a throne all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's furthest from the truth. One thing that I really have noticed Jesus never describes the Father, Mm -hmm. he always says he's spirit. God is a spirit and they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can quite wrap our mind around everything. We have to be more in a, basically we're going to have to go to heaven to be with the Lord. All right. Mm -hmm. In order to really see it and know it for what it really is. Um, The reason why I say that, I find this to be interesting. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus is going to a place called Gadara. And he's going to pray for this man that was bound by chains. He was a Gadarean. Well, this man had 6,000 devils casted out of him by the Lord Jesus. Now, really think about this. If devils are within a person, six thousand, you guys, that's that's a lot to ponder right there. Six thousand devils, six thousand spirits on this man. If the devil is this spiritual entity that can enter someone, then God can as well. Mm-hmm. So yep. when we're working at a level of faith and spiritual understanding that people around us can see the light of Jesus within us, Mm -hmm. then we are working in the Christ. It's really something to think about because this is why sometimes people are so magnetically attracted to you because they can see God within you. Working
1: mm-hmm. within, so absolutely, that's my the gnostics list. call it the good, the good of humanity. Uh, in the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, he's described as the good, the good, the good. And remember, in the beginning, the original creation in Genesis 1, Elohim said it was good, it was good, it was good. Yep. And so, you know, the whole if you get into the Gospels, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, that being the Logos. The divine expression of God, the good in all, was in the beginning. He's in and through all things. We couldn't even be animated right now. Now we have a mask on, I think, as we're going to talk about later, or a makeup of the matrix that yep. is over everything that blinds us to it. My God. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and just go go for the throat here. We're going to talk about mystery schools today, guys. You guys want to talk about Illuminati all the time. I get a hundred comments a day with all these conspiracy theory stuff (laughs) and I'm not really into that, but I'm here to tell you that, yeah, mystery schools are real. There's seven main ones within the world. They were started because the archetypal powers that be in the world. Uh, Jesus said that, you know, Satan is the God of this world. He even told the scribes that, uh, you know, you worship your father who is Satan, And so, you know, the beast system that everyone's afraid of already in effect has been for thousands of years already keeping under wraps hidden the esoteric revelation of these mystery schools. I'm not saying they're all created equal or there's not, you know, good and bad people within them. But, uh, you know, less than a conspiracy, maybe we could look at them and go, hey, what are we missing? What could we learn here? Because we all do this. And we're walking around, uh, what is it, Jim Carrey said today on an interview I watched with him, he said, the zombie apocalypse is already here, we're already doing this. You know, everybody's, it's already got you blinded to, you know, you you go outside and talk to a tree, you understand God a heck of a lot more than someone that stares at their phone all day. So don't quit looking at your phone now, though, keep watching our live stream, then go look at a tree.
0: Well, that's, it's really interesting that you say that, because... In um, like, like we were touching on la- two weeks ago, two weeks mm-hmm. ago when we did this, we were touched on the fact that Joseph, in the book of Genesis, had a divine cup that mm-hmm. he would actually look into and he could divine the future from. Mm-hmm. It literally says this within the Bible. This is why yep. he gave it to Benjamin, and in the process, all his brothers were turned unto him, and he said, "You stole my cup." He set them Mm -hmm. up for this. Well, Mm -hmm. when he pulled this cup out, they use it for something called hydromancy. Mm -hmm. They put water or wine in the cup, and they stare into the cup, and they see divination. All divination means, guys, is this, a divine answer from God. Okay? Boom. A divine answer. Love it. This is why Yahweh, in the Old Testament, in the law, of carnal commandments, like the book of Hebrews says, chapter 7, verse 15 and 16, a mm-hmm. carnal commandment seeks things after the flesh, mm-hmm. a spiritual commandment seeks things after the spirit, which is mm-hmm. divination. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, get, I'm getting a revelation download right now as we're talking, but awesome. basically, what it is is this Yahweh wanted to pe- put people under slavery. This is why mm-hmm. when Jesus went to his disciples. In uh John fifteen, John fifteen, fifteen, he said, I have come to tell you these things because I do not call you slaves or servants, I call you mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Very important to understand because if we're friends of the most high, he wants to reveal all to us. Okay? Because he is all mm-hmm. and he's in all. Absolutely.
1: So absolutely. Yep. I love that. I love that. So I I was watching, um, I've been learning about mystery schools and one of the core higher level of knowledge that is taught within these mystery schools is something that you never would have guessed. It's one of the easiest things to receive, but it's one of the hardest things to internalize. And it's something that Christ taught. And it's that you are always having a spiritual experience nothing you do is not spiritual. You can't drive a car without having spiritual interactions. Everything is tied to the spirit realm. Everything we see in this matrix And so that's one of the higher levels of knowledge that you're going to learn if you're a part of any of these things, you know. And there's plenty of them. You probably have a lodge, you know, in your town. There's different things like Knights of Columbus. There's uh, Scottish Rite, stuff like that. And, again, we're not here to debate whether, you know, which one's good, bad, ugly, whatever. Uh, But, you know, there's knowledge within all of them. And I say all the time on my channel, you guys that watch me all the time know that I don't care if it's tarot cards. I don't care if it's a crystal. I don't care if it's whatever, oil, essential oils. Um, it's a tool. You can use a hammer to build a house or you can use <laughs> a hammer to unalive someone. The result is up to you. God gave you the tool. And so um, that's, that's one of the things that I believe in strongly is I've got a salt crystal lamp back here. It makes the room feel nice and have a nice vibe. I've never heard a spirit talking to me from it. I've never heard a devil coming through it. Um, but I get told all the time, Hey, you know, that thing in the background's evil. Right. So I really, I want to get everybody to open their mind up tonight. And Joshua, I think, you know, we talked about that a minute ago is like, there's a way to approach this for Uh all of us where you can go, Hey, I'm going to, we can decode the mysteries. We can open our hearts. We can let go of doctrine and dogma and really just open our heart. I've been told recently by the father that my power is in my heart chakra. Stay in your heart, stay in your heart, stay in your heart. Whenever I get into my head, I get into trouble. I overthink things. I get super ADD. I get really OCD. When I stay in my heart, I make intuitive decisions. I can help people. I make decisions that are godly. Um, And when I do that, that's where my power comes from. And I want everyone that listens to this, even if you're – challenged by it, and you go, these guys are weird. Uh, I don't understand what they're talking (laughs) about. That's not what my pastor said. I want you to stop and think about the essence of what we're saying and let your heart speak to you on it. Uh, We've been sold a bill of goods by the institution for a long time that you can't trust yourself. And you might not be able to trust your brain, but you can trust the mind of God within you, the kingdom within you, which is living. What did you say earlier? Great point to get into that now. Your heart is what the yeah. throne, yeah. you share that. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, so we have to understand something, like we were talking about earlier. Jesus said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him, worship him in spirit and truth. When he went to the Pharisees and Sadducees, he always told them, you, you don't know my father. You think you know my mm-hmm. father, but you don't know my father. Mm-hmm. Your father is the devil. Mm-hmm. He told them this straight up, all right? But why didn't they know his father? Because they were seeking something that was physical, material. In other words, they wanted a material king to be set up in politics and to overthrow Rome. Mm -hmm. This is the problem, though, because when Jesus came, he came to tell us that his kingdom is not of this world. Revelation 3.20 says, behold, I stand at the door and not. If anyone hears my voice and opens that door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. Mm -hmm. Now, that door is the door to our hearts. Because this is where the throne of God lies. It's in our heart. This is why he took a stony heart and turned it into a heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. All right. Think about that, a stony heart, stony heart, law of carnal commandments. But he took that and flipped it for his own glory and his own will. He took what Satan tried to build by being the God Mm -hmm. of this world, and he flipped it on Satan completely. And Mm -hmm. by the way, he wasn't a Torah follower either. I'm going to tell you that much. Mm -hmm. Because multiple times throughout the Gospels, Jesus talks about how he wasn't going to stone the woman. When he's walking out picking grain with his disciples, they ask him, the Pharisees ask him, why are you doing this? It's the Sabbath day. He, he told them that, don't you realize that David even went into the temple to take from the uh, showbread of the priests? Why could he do that, though? Because David was not of the Levitical priesthood. He was of the Melchizedek priesthood. He was of a higher priesthood, just like the Lord Jesus Christ is of the Melchizedek priesthood. This is why Hebrews 7 tells us that the Levitical priesthood is the law of carnal commandments. But the Melchizedek priesthood, the priesthood of El Elyon, the most high, is of spiritual commandments. But guess what? It's not commandments. It's not commandments like people think. It's walking in love. That's all there is Mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. It's walking in love. Now, as Jacob and I were talking earlier, Cub and I were talking earlier, you got to understand that the heart is the throne of God. In the book of Revelation, most people try to make this book a physical book. okay? Mm -hmm. But what we don't realize is it's an esoteric book, all right? The reason why I say that is this right here. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ that all eyes shall see him. First off, Jesus says your eye needs to be full of light. And if your eyes full of light, your body will be full of light. If your eyes full of darkness, your body will be full of darkness. This is the representation of the Illuminati, the Bavarian Illuminati, different secret societies, misusing their third eye to open dark portals. Yes. Because this is real. Yep. But you can use your eye to enlighten as well. Mm -hmm. So when it says that all eyes shall see him, it's talking about spiritual eyes of the most high. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When it talks about how there's a revelation of Jesus Christ, Jesus made it clear my kingdom is not of this world. Mm -hmm. If my kingdom was of this world, my people would fight on my own behalf. Okay. Mm -hmm. You see, what Jesus did around him was use magic. Because he manipulated the frequencies around him. Because he tapped into his inner man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Pharisees and Sadducees used sorcery. And -hmm. that's different. Because the sorcery comes from the outside. They were trying to use things to create their own purpose. Through the leading of basically forcing things. Okay? Mm -hmm. They were trying to get in contact with... Fallen deities, their their mm-hmm. own deity that they followed, Yahweh, was a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. This is why it even says that the law of carnal commandments was given by the ministration of angels. Yep. Why Paul said it's the ministration of condemnation. So you see all the stuff in there, and it's unbelievable, but let's go ahead and get back on track. All right. Real so, quick. Sorry. So you're
1: talking about, okay, you're talking about sorcery. And one distinction I want to make, guys, I'm going to propose that in the modern church today, we have adopted the idea that magic is bad and sacrifice is good because Jesus was a sacrifice. So sacrifice is okay, it's good, and that's the one that we're going to continue to offer. Now, if you think about that, when they made sacrifices to Yahweh, there's blessings coming forth. Okay, It is sorcery. They are saying certain prayers. They are burning certain substances. They are making actual sacrifices, transmuting one life into a blessing, into something from the physical matrix, rather than wielding the frequencies within you, the kingdom of God within you, to then bless the world from.
0: Ooh, that is good, Cub. Man, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> They're taking something in the physical so they can create something in the spiritual. Yep. In other words, but Absolutely. our source comes from completely within us. Yeah. Yep. This. That's man, also that,
1: an archetype for the Nephilim, devi- taking the divine and combining it with the flesh, and you end up with the giant, the abomination.
0: Mm hmm. Like that's it. It, it all that, works together. That's good, man. That that's really that's why in the book of Revelation it says that the nations were deceived by the sorceries. All right, it doesn't say magic. Yeah, it says sorceries. Mm -hmm. But that chapter is in Revelation 18. Revelation 17 and 18 are tied together. It's talking about mystery Babylon. Well, what else does he say in there? Come out of her, my people. Come out of Babylon. What's Babylon? It's the church systems. You see. You cannot have Roman Catholicism without Baptist, Pentecostal, Lutheran, Methodist, Presbyterian, all these doctrines and all these denominations without being Mystery Babylon. And what what they have done is they have flipped the script. Just like Adolf Hitler took the swastika and flipped it. That's what these churches have done by telling you that magic is evil. Mm -hmm. But what they're using is sorcery. They're not using magic. Magic is the manipulation of frequencies. Absolutely. So this heart, this heart within our chest, this is the throne room of God. In the book of Revelation, it says that you have the throne, then the four living creatures, then the 24 elders around the throne and the four creatures. Well, if you actually break it down esoterically, our heart, is broken up into four sections, okay? So our heart as a whole is the throne of God. The four sections is the representation of the four living creatures. And then guess what the 24 elders are?
1: You told me earlier, my mind is blown.
0: It's the 20... 20- yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go ahead and tell
1: them. <laughs> I'm like, but, I'm looking. Okay, nobody guessed, so go ahead.
0: <laughs> it's the 24 ribs... Around, around art, or the everybody's
1: looking for this this revelation. Like they're looking for all these literal things in the physical matrix. Stop looking in the physical matrix for the spiritual revelations. That's what I think that that's what we're both here to say. Is like, you know, all of this stuff is about. It is. It's about you. It's about you and me. And I always say I don't care if it literally happened or not because it did happen in the spirit realm and we're going to see reflections of that in the physical realm i mean the whole idea of as above so below is cannot be more true because if it's happening in spirit you're going to see it manifest here if you're trying to manifest something in spirit from here then you're doing you're you're taking the backwards pipeline don't yep. plumb backwards people like <laughs> don't
0: don't you know. that, that that's why jesus said that anyone that looks back from plowing their field is not fit for the kingdom of God.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Man. They're putting. <laughs> Y'all but... see the downloads happening, right? <laughs> like you, you probably see all the the
0: energy here, and that's
1: good. That's good. It,
0: it's it's amazing. It really yeah. is. When we really look at it, this kingdom of God. Ch- ch- should we touch on this right now? The Because
1: absolutely, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. All right. When Jesus was before Pontius Pilate and even the Pharisees and Sadducees, Luke chapter 17, verse 21, and John eighteen thirty-six, he told them that his kingdom was not of this world. But what does that world word world mean? It means cosmos. So cosmos goes much larger than Earth. It's the universe. Wait a minute. Jesus was saying, my kingdom is not of this universe. Okay, all right. Now, let's think of the word cosmology. The word cosmology has significance with the word cosmetics. Cosmetics is something that you use to put on yourself, or the cosmetics of the world is the makeup, the physical makeup of this world. This is why in the book of Enoch, the fallen angels came down and taught women How to make cosmetics. Now, women, I'm not telling you out there to stop wearing makeup, okay? I'm just telling you just where everything came from. You you have got to deal with you on that one. Let's put it this way. Um, I'm not telling you to stop, all right? I'm not going to be mean about it, okay? So, (laughs) okay, but basically the cosmology comes from the word cosmetics. It's the physical makeup of everything. As Christians, we tend to have this Western perspective that our mind wants to tell us that God is just this deity up in the air and he just sits up above us and he's a human just like you and me, okay? Now, the problem with this is, though, is that Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this cosmos or this cosmology, whatever you want to call it. I know it's hard to fathom, but we got to take words at faith and even paul said in second corinthians chapter 5 verse 16 that hereby we knew christ in the flesh but we know him no longer in the flesh mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of interesting now if the cosmology is the chemical makeup of this world then the kingdom that is of christ is our hearts it's us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why all of this is esoteric. It might have been true stories at one time. It was true stories at one time. I truly Mm -hmm. believe that, that it was true stories at one time. But it has to do with us. And it's our awakening to the Christ. Because Mm -hmm. Jesus even said, and some of you may click off of this, that the works that I do, you will do far greater. All right? Yep. Jesus said that, you guys Mm mm-hmm all right
1: don't hate don't shoot the messenger here you know we're just (laughs) we're just bringing the message exactly and i just want to tell people all the time like why okay where is that happening you know here and and i want to talk about this at the end i'm going to share a little bit about my experience last night about frisbee golf uh at the very end but i want to think about this like i've i live in a city full of churches okay a city full of churches there. I can't remember. I think there's like 150 churches in my hometown and we have like 200,000 people here. This is, it's insane.
0: The (laughs) amount, some of
1: them are mega churches, by the way, like parking lots of like six flags here.
0: You got some Joe. Yeah.
1: We have, we have a, a homeless population issue here. Like you wouldn't believe. Where's yeah. the healing? Where's the love? Where's the actual, like, where are the greater works besides yeah. the better marketing campaign, besides the better graphics, besides the better whatever? Like, just think about that, guys. I saw this video. It's a mega church. I don't know where it is. They got a bunch of flying drummers that are, like, literally flying on these cables. And it has these sparkly words in the background that say Jesus with all these lasers coming out of them it's really cool i used to work in theater i I love stuff like that but it just made me think like is that what christmas has come to because i literally drove by someone last night who's dying in the cold and you got drummers flying around and then you say you're out there doing the work but there's still people living on the street and so we want to talk about recovering magic let's look at what jesus actually said Let's look at the heart of his, his actual authentic message. It's not about evangelizing people for his name, which we still debate what his name really is. And if you really <laughs> look at it, it's, uh, what is it? Issa, Isu? Isu. Um, Isu. Isu. Is yeah. you. Isu.
0: Yeah. You. Yeah.
1: And And I said this last time we were live. He called himself the son of man. If you look that up, that means humanity. He called us sons of God. Yeah, we we call we elevate him and put him up here and go. Oh, hang it from your dash. Well, you got to be in Jesus, and then you are flipping off the driver next to you because you don't have love in your heart. Yeah, and I am saying you because I am in the audience tonight, talking to myself. By the way, just so you guys know, I am not <laughs> preaching. That's good, Cub. So That's
0: good. Amen, brother. Amen. No, I I completely agree with that, man. I mean, you know the the thing is that what we're getting wrong here. We are going based off of the Roman Catholic idea. We are putting this man up as an idol. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is that if he's within us, we have all access and all power. All power, mm-hmm. he even said before he ascended, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But guess mm-hmm. what, guys? Paul made it clear that he is the head and we're the body. Okay? Mm -hmm. If Jesus is the head and we're the body, and Paul even said the head cannot move without the toe, then who are you? Mm -hmm. Who are you? Amen. That's what it comes down to. It might take Mm -hmm. a little bit to realize this truth, but it's... Right there, understand, is that the Holy Spirit works out of... Spirituality. He works out of frequencies. Mm -hmm. He works out of energy. Mm -hmm. The fallen angels, on the other hand, they work out of technology. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is why I've really been pondering it lately. That, and I I was telling Cub about this earlier, about the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, you had the sons of God coming down, made them with women, creating the offspring of the giants. But I don't think we're understanding this completely the way it is. You see, the problem with this is this. If we are in the end of this age, I don't see no giants walking around. I mean, granted, my dad's six foot eight. All right. (laughs) But but here's the thing. hes I mean, not compared to these guys that were supposedly living back in the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. What I happen to believe is this. These giants that have been created, if you look at the original etymology of the words, it's talking about tyrants and rulers or rich men, okay? And I believe this is where the deception is coming in as well. People are looking for all these signs of these big Nephilim Mm -hmm. and all these big giants as one of the ruling factors that Jesus is going to return but they don't realize that Jesus is within us and they don't realize that we're already living in the days of Noah with these tyrants and higher power right now. Amen. Amen. And they used fallen angel technology Mm -hmm. to create a pathway to actually deceive the masses. In other words, Mm -hmm. and they're going to do it through your own religion as well. Amen. So,
1: I want, I want everybody to think about what Josh just said too. Okay, they're using technology. I love technology. We're using technology right now. I believe there are angels, sons of God, whatever you want to call them, the little g-gods. They're still serving the order of the the cosmos, serving the order of creation. But there are plenty of them that are fallen. This is just my belief, but that are using that technology to continue to keep humanity down at the level um and so with that said look in the old testament look at yahweh look at the technology of the ark of the covenant like that's something that we hold in such a high esteem this thing was literally shocking people to death i mean you know i saw that on ancient aliens too look at the manna coming from heaven like there's all kinds of weird little things that are obviously technological in the old testament i mean ezekiel's wheel inside the wheel come on like you know he's seeing god on it and like and then jesus says that no man has seen the father like you know yet ezekiel's seeing god you got moses meeting with god moses makes a sacrifice and divides the pieces of the birds and then you have two orbs two shiny ones we see (laughs) him in the sky
0: Mm -hmm. Floating
1: between, dividing the sacrifice. There's more esoteric meaning there. But obviously these things were active back then. People were seeing technology. They were worshiping it. It's no different than now, other than it's so integrated in our lives now. We don't even know we worship it. We don't even know that. Like I said earlier, we're distracted like this. Can't even go outside and and watch a tree and, and see God in the wind, see God in all of creation, see God in yourself. Because you're too busy seeing whatever message in the equipment that's all around us all the
0: time. Yeah, brother, you just oh, I I can tell you've been studying, guys. I'm <laughs> telling you what, this man right here, he's come a long way from the couple of months we've been talking.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. a
0: real long way yeah. because he's saying some stuff that's even blowing my mind right now. Oh <laughs> my. Oh, man, you're talking about no man seeing the father. You had Ezekiel seeing Yahweh, all this stuff going on. Yeah, man, absolutely. Because And I
1: will say, it's not just studying. This is downloads. Like, when you get there, guys, like, you guys want the magic. Ask God, and he will give to you. Like, he will give you yep. that revelation. Yep. But you may have to give up everything. You may have to give up your very religion to actually follow him. Yeah. Give up some of these agreements you've had with yourself for the past 20 years because they don't serve. You can't serve two masters.
0: Sorry, Amen. go ahead. Father. Amen. No, absolutely. Guys, that's that's why it's important to understand why the high priest or the religious Levites, which mm-hmm. Levi comes from Leviathan. It's mm-hmm. the root word, which is mm-hmm. really interesting when you look at it. The The priesthood of, of the lower carnal serpent. Um, but needless to say, Uzziah, one of these men, he was heading back with the Ark, with all the Israelites Mm -hmm. and the Ark tipped over. And when he, when he went to go touch it, he died all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Why was this? A A lot of people think it was just the glory of God. But why was it that the priests needed to wear special clothing when they went in to the Holy of Holies. Mm -hmm. First off, what we need to understand is, is that the ark was made out of acacia wood, and it was overlaid with gold. Acacia wood is actually a conductor, if you look at it. The gold is a representation of an insulator. This was an electric magnetic field That was around this ark. This is why, when the Levites went in there, they had to wear special clothing. This was a priesthood of fallen angelic technology. All right. That's what this was. Wow. And this is how they operate. They operate off of technology. Mm -hmm. Think about this, okay? I'm not going to go too far into this. But Even the fact that the word sorcery in Revelation 1823, when it says the sorcery of the world is what deceived the people, it's the word pharmacia. Well, when you look at the medical symbol, it's the caduceus with two serpents wrapped around the pole. Okay. But this is how the this is how they keep you in line, and this is how they're trying to track you. This is how they're trying to understand you. In other words, they use technology. They use a technology that goes beyond the capability that we think we really have. Mm. But I'm going to tell you this much right now. And this is kind of interesting. In Acts chapter eight, when Barnabas, I believe it was no, it was Philip. Philip went to go baptize a, a man from Ethiopia. What ended up happening is he took him down into the water and when he came up, the Ethiopian man was still there, but Philip ended up in um where was it? I forget exactly where it yeah, was. He
1: was he was quite a while away. Like yeah. He
0: teleported. Boom. Yep. He teleported by the mm-hmm. power of God. Mm-hmm. They have this capability through fallen angelic technology. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. have this capability through the spirit of the living God. And, all and what you're things. saying
1: right there, I talked about yesterday, I attempted to do a live stream on UFO technology in the Bible, which we ended up talking about Zodiac and all kinds of other stuff. My audience knows our rabbit trail like crazy. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I'm watching the new Netflix unexplained and, uh, they're doing a whole series on UFO technology that, that we've released, like our governments have released, like here's all the documents, you know, declassified stuff from way back when, um, Really interesting, and one of the common themes, what you're saying there is, these things are going zero to 7,000 mile an hour in under like a fraction of a second. No boom, no igniting the atmosphere. Like these things understand the science, the metaphysics of how to go through the realms. They're using this technology. Then you got stuff like that in the Bible where someone's teleporting, it's all there, guys. like this this yep. is all the same story. Science fiction and the biblical narrative are not that far apart. Even yep. the writer of Star Trek got his downloads for Star Trek. There's this whole story where he was at one of the CE5 sessions where they were connecting with extraterrestrials. The seven of nine in Star Trek is the seven and the nine entities that are a part of the Godhead in the uh, Federation of the galactic federation which is like it sounds so weird but this is stuff people have been doing i mean literally like madame curie was doing stuff like this like way back way back old science stuff this is not new this is not like you know 1950s on stuff so pretty pretty wild when you start looking into all of it but
0: oh it's it's amazing it's this is the only you see satan is an omnipotent he's not omnipotent Even though he offered Jesus the kingdoms of the world, Mm -hmm. he still had to have his little crony friends run around and report back to him.
1: Absolutely.
0: But Jesus, on the other hand, knew everything. Because remember, even when he was going to heal a man that was um, lame in a home and he was going to raise this man up, the Pharisees were looking at him and he already knew what they were already thinking within their hearts. Mm-hmm. That's that's very interesting because this goes back to your heart, mm-hmm. in other words. Mm-hmm. He knew what they were thinking. That's telepathy, in other words, when, when you yep. really look at it. Yep, absolutely. Which, which is very interesting because that actually goes back to the first language, the first tongue. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. the Tower of Babel, I know we're sidetracking here, the Tower of Babel was not actually a bad thing. You see, we know that it was Yahweh that created confusion at the Tower of Babel. But the word Babel means gate of El, all right? Mm-hmm. It means gate of El. They mm-hmm. were speaking one tongue, one language at this tower, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. If they were speaking one tongue, one language at this tower, and and Yahweh was the one who confused the languages, and Paul makes it clear that the devil... Is the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. What, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I think we know. Yep. Because what Yahweh did was he took the higher self of what they were speaking in the tongues of angels. Mm-hmm. There was a true tongues of angels, which was speaking in tongues, like on the mm-hmm. day of Pentecost when they all heard mm-hmm. each other in their own voice. That was the wow. uniting of the tongues. But Yahweh and the fallen angels, uh, John D. and Edward Kelly, the ones who opened up the portal of the bottomless pit through Enochian magic, Mm -hmm. which isn't magic at all. It's actually Mm -hmm. sorcery if you actually look into it. Mm -hmm. What happened was is they created different languages like the English language that we have right now or French or Spanish. Or German. Think, think about German. They always have that S on the end. Of mm-hmm. everything they say. So it's kind of like a snake. Like a serpent. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because Dan was of, of a viper. The the tribe of Dan was of the viper. Which, okay. Is, okay. which is interesting. But. Huh. The English language. Was written by a man named Angles. The word Angles. Comes from the word angels. So. It's the language of angels. It's the language of fallen angels. This is why, when they say that we're going to cast, we're, we're going to spell something, they're mm-hmm. literally working you're things spelling out. Spelling something. Yep. Spelling something. They're working mm-hmm. something out through the tongue that gives life or death. In other you words.
1: also write in cursive. Yeah.
0: Curse. Yeah. Yeah. You're, cur- yep. yep. I curse you, in other words. Yep. jesus said yep. not to curse that's Absolutely. good man that's yep. good yep so amen brother So
1: um so you're talking about tower of babel you know that's gonna that, that brings us to the zodiac to astrology i think that i want to touch on that just a skosh tonight because i'm i've been working on a series around that and i've got a theory that is is starting to work out quite nicely actually mm-hmm. that christ Okay, so I believe Christ fulfilled all religions, all faiths, all walks in one. Like He is the mm-hmm. the distillate of truth within all, and Absolutely. you know, not as a Christian icon or a Catholic icon or a Methodist icon or whatever, but as the the living Christ, not the person, but the entity, just like Hasatan, the entity, the energy of, and yep. so that energy, that frequency, that Christ consciousness, is a lot. A lot of people call it. Um, I believe, even fulfilled the zodiac. We don't often think about fulfilling a zodiac within the reincarnation cycle of going through different signs so that your soul can experience different tests and different powers on the earth as it reincarnates. And again, I have no proof of this, but it's a very interesting concept. And if you approach it that way and you see that Christ spoke so much of the zodiac, even in uh, Luke twenty two ten, it says, uh, they say, where do you want us to prepare it? Uh, he answered, when you enter the city, a man carrying a jug of water, the Zodiac pouring out the water, will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters. Where is the house? You are the house. Say to the owner of that house, the teacher asks, where is the guest room, that I may meet him and dine with him with his disciples in the upper room. So all of this tying with the chakras, all of it ties with the zodiac. You can go through, if you look at Virgo, the virgin, Jesus was born of a virgin. That Virgo is actually tied to the branch. Jesus is the branch, the vine. Like yeah, all, yep. it Literally, he's tied to every single zodiac sign. And we see that, that that displays all through the Bible. The Scorpio biting the heel of the very little known uh, Ophicius is the thirteenth zodiac sign. It's the serpent bearer of light or the illuminator.
0: Interesting. And okay. so
1: that would be the fulfillment of all of these zodiac signs together or the Christ sign. Really, really I mean, wild theory here, but
0: that no, 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 no. It's it's not a theory. It comes together. I'm I'm gonna tell you why. Because Please, yeah. in Israel, we know that Israel is Isis Ra El. Mm -hmm. israel Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a lot of a lot well actually most everything has happened in egypt because israel was just this created land this created idea Mm -hmm. because most archaeological evidence has been found in egypt even the temple of solomon was found at luxor egypt okay Mm -hmm. so a lot of this stems from here but what you need to understand is that osiris which would have been a representation of the father. He was cut up in 14 pieces. Okay. okay. But there was okay. only 13 pieces that were found. The reason okay. why is because the phallus was the only piece that wasn't found okay. because the phallus is what leads to sexual temptation. The reason why yeah. it was taken away is it, it wasn't a literal thing. It was an esoteric representation mm-hmm of being cut off from the flesh, in other words. Oh. Okay. So he was in 13 pieces to be reunited as one. So, wow. Okay. Huh. So it's interesting that you say that reason being, because in, even in the book of Revelation, the, the the book of Revelation is an astrology book, if mm-hmm. you actually look mm-hmm. at it.
1: Absolutely.
0: I, I mean, you got Virgo in Revelation 12. Mm-hmm. You got Sagittarius in Revelation nine, the half man, mm-hmm. half horse hybrid. You got mm-hmm. Scorpio in Revelation nine. You got them all over. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that this thirteen also makes sense with even the Apostle Paul being the thirteenth Apostle as well. I
1: interesting.
0: Okay. I, I believe I believe you're onto something here because like, okay, cool. Yeah, there's there's something more to this. You're actually connecting uh, more puzzle pieces as it is. Um, Yeah, so I'll do a little bit more digging on that. I do know this, though, as well. The 12 astrological signs when Yahweh is the God of this world. Mm -hmm. Jesus actually defeats every single one of those entities. Wow, because what he does is because remember, the astrological signs are in time. Okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Satan is Kronos. He is the God of time. Okay, Jesus is outside of time. This is why Mm -hmm. in in Greek mythology, Zeus had to come in to Kronos, which is father time and rescue his children Mm -hmm. out of Kronos' belly. Think think about the belly of the beast. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Jesus had to come in the time to rescue us. Just like Zeus had to come into Cronus to rescue his children. Okay. Wow. Cronus is also Saturn. Absolutely. Cronus is Saturn, which ties into Sabbath, which is Saturday. Okay. (laughs) So all this stuff ties in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, and I said something earlier about how Jesus didn't follow the laws of Yahweh and i'm going to prove this unequivocally by, beyond a shadow of a doubt when jesus was in the wilderness and he was tempted by satan satan told him i have kingdom over all the world i have i have all the kingdoms of the world and if you just bow down before me i'll give them to you all mm-hmm. all of them to you jesus was like i don't want them don't you don't you know that it is said that you shall not tempt the lord your god okay think about this If Yahweh was the ruler of the kingdoms of the world, of this flesh, carnal flesh, Mm -hmm. and the book of Hebrews tells us that the Levitical priesthood is a carnal commandment, which is of flesh, Mm -hmm. wouldn't that mean that even when Jesus told Yahweh step off, in other words, Mm -hmm. that he was telling Him, I'm not following your commandments. I'm not following your rules because I don't play by your rules. I'm of a higher priesthood i'm up the melchizedek right. priesthood. oh man i love that i love that yeah yeah following that check
1: check it out okay so you know if you study eastern mysticism at all the law of creation the idea that all things are one all things work in unity the mind of god is a fractal you can go in as far as you want to infinity or out as far as you want to infinity Uh, We're starting to understand that the universe looks like that. Like it's this fixed fractal. They used to think it was expanding. Now they're going, well, maybe it's not expanding, but it's moving and it has a direction, but it's a fixed fractal somehow. And it's almost replicating itself, not expanding like this, but replicating as neurons would replicate like in a human brain. Looks very similar to that when you zoom out. So law of creation being that I am you, you are me him i am in the father you are in me like everything is 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 a cycle within itself so what's interesting about that the law of yahweh that leads to sin and death we know that if anyone's ever tried to follow it i got into torah observance like i can tell you right (laughs) now it leads to sin and death because i just hated myself i could never be good enough i could never and then when you find this law of creation, the law of love, and you activate it with that frequency of love, you step into a place that really does transcend time. It does transcend like all the known laws of this universe. Even while you're in your flesh here, you find yourself meditating on grass and seeing God moving in everything and everything you can feel. Him. And you have that feeling like you were when you were a little child, which is weird because Jesus talked about that where you're yep. just a transcendent being you're not you're you don't have any ownership of the physical realm at the point of being a 7 day old child like everyone yep. has some weird little memory of like this blissed out state that they were in at that like a bubble could make you burst into laughter like everything was so rich and pure and so there's the law of Yahweh which is a law more like a law of like don't don't speed don't break the speed limit don't run a red light don't whatever Like that's a law and there is like do this and then this is the punishment or there's the law of creation where it's more of like the laws of physics where it's like you get these reactions and these beautiful things happen when you understand it. And so there's, there's two different laws guys. There's the law of love and creation or there's the old law that's, that's only going to lead you to sin and death and self-loathing and judging of others and I think that for far too long, we've tried to combine both because we say, well, Jesus said that not one pinstroke would pass away, but he said until he did what he was going to do, and he said yeah. on the cross, it is finished. And so whenever we try to hold on to that verse, we're not completing it with the exclamation mark of the act that he did on the cross that freed us from that and returned us to spiritual unity with the Father.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen, brother. Well said. Well said, because it's that unity he was restoring. Why do you think it says that Christ came to redeem the world? To redeem Mm -hmm. something means that it had to be perfect before it could be redeemed. Mm -hmm. It had to be in a perfect state before. So that's why even it talks about how uh, Noah was to replenish the earth. Mm -hmm. the only way to replenish something is that if there was life on it beforehand or even Adam, Adam Mm -hmm. was to replenish the earth in the book of Genesis. It says Adam was to replenish the earth. Genesis chapter one. That Mm -hmm. means there had to be something before him even. So we got all of these ideas here, all of these things coming together, but there's one piece that we're missing and it's this. We're all a part of the divine consciousness, every Mm -hmm. single piece of us, every single one of us. And just because someone is over here and they say that they're an atheist or whatever, you don't know the way they feel at night when they're laying in their bed. Mm -hmm. So you can't sit there and judge them. Mm -hmm. You don't know how the Muslim is feeling and the trials and tribulations that they're going through in order to understand things clear. You don't know how the religious person's mindset is within that point in time within their life. We cannot judge anyone. The only thing we can do is love on them. Because, like Paul says, I'm going to say this right here. If you are condemning someone, or you are trying to tell them that they need to get their life right, you have no right to do that. Mm-hmm. The only thing you need to do is love on that person. Why, why, why do I say this? Because Jesus says, cast the cast the beam out of your own eye before mm-hmm. you try to cast the moat out of your brother's eye.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it even goes further than that. And it's this: if we're loving on people, then what's going to happen is they're going to see the light of Christ within us. Mm-hmm. And when they see the light light of Christ within us, and they don't see that we're this condemning, judgmental person, but Mm -hmm. we're walking out of love and we're not walking out of a religious spirit, Mm -hmm. but we're walking out of the kindness and the generosity of our hearts, Mm -hmm. more people will start to see the truth. And they'll start to realize that all people groups, all nations, all tongues, all tribes, are all connected. And God is in all, through all mm-hmm. and above all. Because God is consciousness at the end Amen. of the day. Amen. So, Amen. Beautiful. So, God.
1: I hope you guys are just soaking this in. Like this is such a good a good one tonight. Amen. We got we got lots of comments guys. I'm sorry. I can't I can't multitask like this and and have And, <laughs> we've got comments going so i promise i'll get to you guys and we'll answer comments i'll jump back on when i'm done with joshua here he may jump back on with his i'm not sure yeah but,
0: i uh um, i'm actually gonna close it down for the night i uh
1: <laughs> are you okay
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm gonna long I, day. I yeah yeah it's it's been a long day i've been i've been looking into some stuff i i'm i'm about twenty thousand words into my book right now so yes awesome. so Only another thousand to go. Only another (laughs) eighty thousand. Hey man,
1: good for you, brother. Good for you. That is awesome. That is awesome.
0: Yep, I'm going to be. Forward to that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's gonna. It's even reaffirming some things within my my walk and what I teach, Mm -hmm. the 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 solidity and the message, Mm -hmm. because when we really start to break things down, um it makes me want to cry how much we've been lied to about things. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. It really does.
1: I I wanted to end with something here. That's a perfect segue. There's two words I want everyone to remember tonight. One is nescience and one is ignorance. And you can go look them up for yourself. But nescience is essentially ignorance because you don't have the data or the data has been withheld from you. So think about what we were talking about earlier like even Christ told uh told them he said you know basically you have the keys to the kingdom but you're not sharing them you are you are guarding you're gatekeeping the knowledge. Yep. Okay. Think about what there's certain institutions that do that even certain people and even you do it to yourself because you're not allowing yourself to open up to the knowledge or the gnosis of Christ because you're holding on to dogma or doctrine that you've been sold, that you have no reason to continue buying that bill of goods. And so, nescience is the idea that you're ignorant because information's been withheld from you. And this is not conspiratorial. It's a scientist can't compute the correct answer with insufficient data. They have to leave it open to a hypothesis. But a lot of us have a hypothesis that we hold on to so hard, and we go, this is the truth. When really you just don't have all the data and you don't even know what a mystery school is. You don't know what magic is. You don't know what frequencies are. You don't understand that God's presence and consciousness is in everything. It can come through the salt crystal lamp. It can come through the tree. It can come through the water, the energy in the water. We're not worshiping the elements, but we can receive messages from God through all of these different things, all of the ways he ebbs and flows but we can receive messages from God through all of these different things, all of the ways he ebbs and flows, but we can receive messages from God through all of these different things, all of the ways he
0: ebbs and flows. Uh, It really is just, you know, even, even a couple days ago, I'll tell you guys a story real quick. Even a couple days ago when I was um, studying about the Hopi um, tribes, uh, after I got done studying for quite a few hours, I got up and I said, Lord, I I just, um, you, you you know, the thing is, I, I just want more intimacy with you. I want to talk to you more. What the Lord told me when I said it, he said, don't you know I was talking to you even while you were studying? I heard his voice. <laughs> his day when he, wow. he was like. Don't don't you know who was downloading the information into your mind? Gosh. Oh,
1: I love it. I love <laughs>
0: and it. This is what it means to pray without ceasing and to mm-hmm. seek his will without stopping. You see, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit there in a yoga position to gain uh, understanding. You can walk throughout the day and have something in life that ends up occurring mm-hmm. to you and you're going to learn a lesson from it. Absolutely. And that was the lesson God was trying to teach you or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, yeah. because we learn in which the things we suffer. Mm-hmm. All right. that That's a completely different topic. Let's go and stay off of that. Well, a but. true
1: Yogi is someone that they practice the spirituality and they find that unity. They find that yoke to the father. That's what yoga means. It's the yoke, the unity to the truth and to the divine. Uh, not to the things of this world. And so I practice yoga, but I don't have to do it every day to just yep. go out and play Frisbee or drive my car or go ride my bike and find what what we call in the creative industries a flow state. And when you're in a flow state, it's where your mind is operating simpatico with the father. Like you're picking, I love the Greek word protopo. It means fractal mind or patterned display. Hmm. And so I view God as a protopo God. He's patterned in all things. And once you just tune your frequency to that pattern, you're going to step into a whole nother level. And you guys ask me all the time, how do we activate on this? How do we do this magic? You don't have to go get a book and do it. You just have (laughs) to have eyes to see and ears to hear to start recognizing it. Observe it. Once you start to observe it, we know with the slit experiment, you can fire photons through slits and they'll fire patterns on the back wall. As soon as you turn a camera on it, because of the observation, they align and they make different patterns. So the observed universe is a created universe. You have an actual affect on the universe around you. And just by observing, the patterns of god in your life and you start to meditate on that you get in this flow state where you were just in yoga all the time and it's a beautiful place to be well it's
0: it's amazing that you say that because even david Vos the other day when he was talking about dharma the other night mm, mm-hmm. i was i was telling you about how him and i were talking he said josh I, I i had an angel come to me and told me about something called dharma and awesome That day, I was like, Dave, that's awesome, man. And I said, I I really have a laying on my heart to go study the Hopi people. And five minutes into my study, the first prophecy that showed up was about the people of the Dharma. And I was like, Wow. I was like, My God, there's a connection right here. But
1: see, yep.
0: One thing that he said was that word yoke when Jesus said, uh, um, uh, Take my yoke upon you. Mm hmm. Because it, because his burden is light. Mm-hmm. That word yoke in Greek, if you go look at it, words to mean, it means the word zygo. It's zygote, Okay? Zygosa. Okay,
1: okay.
0: Or zygote. What's interesting about that is if you go to the etymology of the word yoga, mm-hmm. one of the key words that they use is the word zygo. So, okay, okay. so when Jesus was saying, take my yoke upon you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was talking about... Yoga, true yoga, true yoga, which he learned in the Indian mystery schools when he was studying over in India, Mm -hmm. because he did. Mm -hmm. There's things that he took from the Mahabharata that he spoke about in the Sermon on the Mount that comes straight from the words of those books. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually incorporated that into it because he was telling us that when you let go of the lower carnal nature the laws of commandments carnal commandments mm-hmm. and you love because my spirit is within you now and all i am is love god is love mm-hmm. john made that clear in first john god is love first john oh. chapter 4 mm-hmm. then you no longer have a burden or a yoke in other words that heavy yoke has now become the yoke of Christ and you have been united with Christ mm-hmm. and through that uniting with Christ you now walk in love and not law beautiful. beautiful so it's amazing really oh is gosh. Brother. I love that well that a-
1: that's the key and I think that that's the the boiled down of this episode is love guys that's what god's been putting on my heart Um, telling me stay in that heart chakra. That's where my power is. I had an experience last night. I won't go into it on here, but I'm just telling you guys, there's plenty of people in this world that are ignored. And if God puts it on your heart to do something, take care of them, give them just love. You don't have to go tell them about Jesus to go be the Christ in their life. Like that's the frequency of love. People will recognize you as that christ as the energy like you embody him let him be within you and i think that that's the most beautiful thing we can do with all of this is it's cool to talk about all of this stuff and all the symbols and signs but at the end of the day it's all fulfilled with love all of it
0: yeah yeah amen brother you know guys if you haven't if you're not following jacob (laughs) cup you guys going to go follow him seriously Thank you. go follow Thank his, you. his his social media he's i mean he has a story about when he heard about this Yahweh bit how the first time he actually heard the message <laughs> tell, tell him about that real quick
1: yeah so uh i was in the shower and i had been read like God had been telling me just read the gospel just read the gospel cuz i was so confused about all the other stuff and i'm like how does this work i don't understand I was always in this place of like, am I making God mad? Like, what did I do to God? Like, is he punishing me? Like, Oh yeah, that's a real healthy way to live. Let me tell you.
0: Um, (laughs) And so I was in the
1: shower after I moved into my new house here and he was just telling me, read the gospels, read the gospels. So I started doing that and I went, man, this is a different message. I was in the shower again, always in the water. Like there's something about the water. And the download I got then was like, Christ is talking about a different God. And I'm like, no, that's from Satan. Like immediately, like my church training is coming back. Like it's Satan. <laughs> Satan's talking to me. There's a demon talking to me. Like, you know, it's all that pot you smoked in college. Oh my gosh, it's coming <laughs> back on you, you know? Um, but no, man, it, it was the wildest thing. And then I, I found your message after that because I go online and I'm like, is Yahweh Satan? And I remember like pushing the key, like, all right, I'm either going <laughs> to die right now or later. Okay. Like we'll see if i yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, okay. And then boom, sons of God ministries pops up. Like you were ranked like number one on there, I think. And I'm like, all right, who's this guy? And I go, okay, I like him. And then I remember hearing your message and I got physically ill because I agreed with it. I was like, this makes total sense. And I'm going to go throw up now because this, (laughs) it was physically. You know, because our body holds memory. So memory of since I'm a child, all of this is programmed in me to love this evil, evil thing in the Old Testament. Somehow is supposed to be redeeming me to itself through its son, which is really sadistic in my opinion. And I was just I was ill. But when I when I finally just started looking and I'm like, God, I I give up on my belief. I just want the authentic truth and i started seeing it for myself then you and i connected and yeah. now we're bouncing ideas off of each other and yeah. it's it's a it's a core part of what i'm teaching now because you cannot fully experience christ's message and somehow try to justify serving that what i call the extraterrestrial gods of the old testament whether you believe they really visited the planet or you just see that they have more in common with the archetypal alien God from ancient aliens, that's totally up to you. But there's something there that is not the message of Christ. And I found myself not wanting to follow Jesus for a long time because I didn't like him because he was the son of Yahweh. And then I realized he's not the son of Yahweh. No. And as soon as I cut that tie, I fell in love with him all over again. Like I never have, man. God is
0: love, man. He doesn't dash children's heads against rocks. He doesn't accept virgins for sacrifice gold and silver. Seriously.
1: That's like a dragon, man. I mean, like exactly the dragons of, you know, the ancient stories and mythologies. That's what they accepted. I mean,
0: exactly, exactly. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing brother. I, uh, I was just like you when I, when I found this truth out, man, I, uh, couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, you know, cause I, I, I had, I had quite a bit of followers as it was and mm-hmm. they've, they've like varied. Like I, there was, I lost about a thousand followers one day and then really? gained about 200 the next or whatever. But, <laughs> nice, nice, um, basically one day I was praying and I was like, Lord, I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I actually studied this message for about a year mm-hmm. before I actually took it out there. Awesome. To the world. Awesome. And when I did the first time, there were more atheists that got on board with it mm-hmm. than I've yeah. ever seen. More Christians yeah. that dropped off. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But absolutely.
0: if we're going to be full of integrity mm-hmm. and really look at the scriptures and see what they really have to say, mm-hmm. then we're going to have to understand that this is an Elohim war. This is an angel war that's going on, and when we see yeah. that, we'll begin to be putting the pieces together amen so, amen.
1: so. Well, Joshua, I love you, brother. Thank you for doing this um where Absolute, can my I want my audience if you're watching, we get people to watch this, you know these algorithms will show this video years in the future, I'm sure so. <laughs> Where can they find you? Like, what's your website? Where can they find all your socials in one place, and and all your offers and everything?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find me at sons dot org. Um, of course here on TikTok, I got a Facebook discussion group. Awesome. Been doing that for a couple of uh, maybe about six months now or so. Cool. Um, yeah. that's been pretty great. And right now, like like I said, I'm I'm writing a book. And it will be due out here in the next couple of months, beginning awesome. of the new year. Um, it's going to be about 400 pages. It's almost going to be like a Michael Heiser Unseen Realm book. But it's awesome. going to be the complete opposite. Let's put it that way. So Perfect. So Like
1: the Unseen Unseen Realm. Like the, the it's, one behind the... <laughs>
0: pretty much. The layer awesome. behind the layer nice nice well that's yeah. awesome man
1: so y'all go follow him and then anybody can find me at com, c u b k u k e r c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com i'm on everything at cubcooker, and then you can literally click on it over there on my website to go directly to it so because i know there's copycat accounts out there i'm sure you've had them too so just make oh, sure you guys follow our actual socials through our websites rather than just because it says our name doesn't mean it's us so
0: Amen. But, yep. Amen, brother.
1: Anyway, well, thank you, brother. I love you, and I hope you have an awesome yep. night. And yeah. uh, I'll talk to you more this week. I've got more stuff to talk to you about. So.
0: A- Absolutely. Yeah. One more thing. We do plan on doing this every single Wednesday yes. for the next yes. week.
1: Yep. We're, yeah, right? all the way up till, I think, the week of Christmas. So, yeah. Um, yep. But, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted with the schedule. But every Wednesday, 4.30 Central Standard, 5.30 Eastern Time. Yep. Um that way you guys know where to come and it'll be on TikTok. I'm streaming on Facebook as well. We didn't tonight, but you know, we'll just try to try to make sure that Amen. we put the word out on the horn for everybody so. Anyway. Amen. Thanks Bless- man. Y'all have a good night.
0: Bless you, brother.
1: Good talking. Bless you. All right. See you later, man.
0: All right, my friend.